I'm consistently consistent. Well, you have to end up doing the outro because I don't remember shit. So I'll do the intro. (laughs) That's fair that way. That's fair. That's fair, actually. Yeah. Okay. I forget how to do the intro. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, Hello and welcome to Inconsistently Consistent, the podcast where Melanie forgets how to do everything, including the intro. I'm Melanie, if you couldn't tell. I'm Rachel. Yeah, Melanie forgets how to just human most days, I think. So, yeah. you know. I forget how to exist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's fair. But I didn't forget to record with you today. No. And yeah. here's the thing. Normally, for some reason, I don't know why my brain felt the need to confirm if the time we said was your time or my time. Normally, I know that when you say a time, it's your time. But for some reason, my brain was like, confirm, just to be sure. <laughs> Even though I know you don't do time zones very well. I mean, I actually do. I just forget where there's to go forward or backward. But I know, I usually know the hour difference. And only because I deal with clients in different places. Um, we're not an hour. I'm not an hour behind you. I know, you're half hour. There we go. But I mean, like, I know the hours, like, so, like, <coughs> land where I am to Ontario is an hour and a half difference. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So I, I know that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. then I get confused about to go forward or backwards. Mm-hmm. And I usually have to write it down. And then mm-hmm. I check it on Google because I don't believe myself. That, that's fair. Pretty much. <laughs> so we are in spooky season. It is something spoopy. This way it comes. Mm-hmm. So, of course, in usual inconsistently consistent fashion, we're doing a whole whack ton of spooky themed episodes. Mm-hmm. Even though the last one that came out in October was not a spooky themed one, but you can argue because Harry Potter takes place in Halloween. Yeah, I mean, witches, wizards, that's that's Halloween stuff right there. Um, so this week we are doing a tier list because we love tier list and we're putting together a top 10 list of horror movies that we believe are the best of the best. And this list, just like our top 10 betrayal, 
is final. It is the ultimate list of all lists. We will not take no comments, complaints, nor concerns, just like we did with Top 10 Betrayal. Yeah, and you may say, it's subjective. It's your favorites. Yes, it is, but it's also conclusive and objective. And it can be both, because I've just said it. Exactly, what she said. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, to get started. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a movie and you may not know what it's, it is at all because <laughs> it's off okay. the wall. Okay. okay. But it's one of my favorites. Okay. It's called Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Okay. I saw, I'm pretty sure this is on Netflix. Uh, maybe or Amazon Prime. It's on one of the, the streaming services. I'm pretty and sure I, I saw it listed on netflix yeah it's like if you like horror comedy Mm -hmm. this is the one for you okay (laughs) so it's like you got your classic trope of like a bunch of teenagers or college students like a bunch of hot people go out into the woods and they're chased around by murderous hillbillies right Mm. except it's reversed they assume these two hillbillies are going to be trying to murder them but Mm -hmm. everything tucker and dale do who are the hillbillies is to try to help them because they're like oh my god he fell into a wood chipper help him and they're like running around with chainsaws and stuff because they're like being attacked by bees Mm -hmm. with a chainsaw and he's they're swinging it around they're like oh my god like these teenagers are like oh my god he's gonna kill us and he's just like trying to avoid the bees and instead murdering people accidentally so it's just this comedy of errors. You know, like there's this great scene with a wood chipper where a guy dives at one of the, I don't know if it's Tucker or Dale, but dives at one of the hillbillies to try to kill him to like mm-hmm. protect the friends from somebody who's not trying to hurt them. And like the guy steps out of the way and the guy throws himself into the wood chipper mm-hmm. accidentally. And then Tucker or Dale, whoever it is, is trying to pull him out to save him. And it's just blood going everywhere. And it's insane. Oh. It's just a gore fest Mm -hmm. but also hilarious and the the trope of having that like murderous hillbillies in the woods and then like the good teens who are also like very sexy and like you've got your virgin and your Mm -hmm. um your the horror character you've got the dumb jock you've got all Mm -hmm. these like regular tropes and it's just i like how it turned it on its head Mm -hmm. and it's just really just, you know, really macabre comedy, which is my whole brand. <laughs> yeah, we know. You laugh at disturbing things. Yeah, it's like I watch a horror movie and I usually laugh. She's but like, this oh, is what oh, you're oh. supposed to. <laughs> yeah. So I want to mention that one. Okay. Okay. Because um, it's a very unusual one that I just enjoy. Okay. Yeah. So I guess kind of on the same wavelength, Murder's Hillies. <laughs> classic texas chainsaw massacre i knew you were gonna put that on there i was talking to lexi about this because i wanted some help coming up with some Mm -hmm. and you know i i mentioned i was like rachel's gonna have texas chainsaw massacre there 100 percent. i bet money on it Mm -hmm. so i don't actually i haven't seen it (laughs) you haven't seen oh you i haven't seen anything with leatherface you gotta watch it it's on um, my list. 
Leatherface is also in Dead by Daylight, just an FYI. Yeah, I know. Um, and he has a new, and there's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game that just came out as well. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a game, and basically the premise is you just have to survive the family. So you have, like, Leatherface as one of the killers. You've got Hitchhiker. You've got Johnny. There's Sissy. There's Cook. And then Grandpa just kind of sits in his wheelchair, and you feed him blood, and he gets stronger and can detect the auras of the survivors and stuff. And what's the movie about, though? The movie is about a bunch. It's the same trope. So I actually watched the movie on Saturday with some friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically the premise is there's a bunch of teens, group of teens. Um, they stop into a creepy town um, because they're trying to find the sheriff because they picked up a hitchhiker. And this is kind of a bit of a spoiler for you. I'm sorry, but the hitchhiker mm-hmm. blows her brains out. She somehow has a gun. I think the gun is in her vagina. Don't it, Interesting. Yeah, she, she pulls it out between her legs. That's not a pocket. No, it's not a pocket. I mean, it is, but it's not an actual pocket. Um, <laughs> it's not yeah, a gun pocket. It's not a gun or pocket. Or a holster, I mean. No. That's what gun pockets are called. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> I'm no, a writer. It's only, it's only called a gun pocket from here on out. <laughs> Um, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm writing the second the second book of the Toymaker series, and mm-hmm. I'm going to now refer to where Cal puts his gun as his gun pocket. Do it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, she blows her brains out, and they're trying to find the sheriff so they can get the body. They end up at this house, and they get chased down by Leatherface and have to like figure out a way to survive um, the creepiness of the family. Mm-hmm. Very cheesy with a lot of the traditional tropes stupid people go doing stupid things you know going Mm -hmm. into the house i i know a lot of people are like oh a lot of my friends when we watched it on saturday they were like i didn't really like that that's fine i really like it because (laughs) this was the first horror movie i ever watched oh texas chainsaw came out in 2003 if you want to Mm -hmm. feel old which i did and this was the first horror movie I watched. I watched it at a sleepover without my parents knowing. <laughs> and that was like my first exposure to the horror genre. I was probably like 10 or 11. Oh, so that's the the remake. Yeah, so this is the 2003 one. There is a 1974 one. Um, there's 2003 and there's a newer one, which is 2022. Mm-hmm. Because I watched that one as well. Not as good as the 2003 one, in my opinion. More gory, but the premise of it was kind of stupid for that one. Jessica Beals in that one? The 2003 she one? Is. Yeah. Interesting. I she didn't know she did the, any horror. Yeah, she plays um the, one of the main girls. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the one from 1974? I haven't, no. Because that's the only one I've seen clips of. Um, usually no, shows up on lists no. for like best final girls or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I I love a good final girl trope. So yes, for me like I usually end up starting watching uh, like finding new horror movies to watch by like looking up movies with final girls. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't seen that one. I think the game is based off the nineteen seventy four one because it's got mm-hmm. a, it's got like. I'm not sure what the characters are in that one, but it's got like Sonny and Leland 
um, those type of people that you play in the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, speaking of first horror movies, I believe <laughs> the first horror movie I ever saw was, well, the first horror movie I ever saw and liked. Because I had watched mm. uh, a bunch of stuff, like The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which, please do not write this on the list. I hate that movie. I'm not going to. I won't write it on the list. Don't worry. Yeah. But, like, I saw that maybe, maybe, like, being, like, 12, 13 or something. And every time I woke up at 3 a.m. after that, I would, like, have to stay awake and turn the TV on until it got past 4. Because, you know, that's the mm-hmm. devil's hour, right? And, like, I was so freaked out by that movie. I saw it too young, and I was also raised Catholic, so that was, like, the most horrifying thing that could ever happen to you, besides, you know, uh, you know, premarital sex or having fun. Mm -hmm. So... Yep. (laughs) Pretty much. But that was, like, horrifying to me. Mm -hmm. But the first one I saw, and I actually began to like the horror genre, I think it was Zombieland. Okay. Right? Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone, love them. It was that, like, I think it was, like, the first zombie movie that I'd seen. And the first one that I was like, ugh, whatever, not zombies, but, like, actually enjoyed Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. But I just want to make that an honorable mention. I don't want that on the list. Okay. I will make a note and put honor next to it. So we know not to... (laughs) include it when we're doing our grand list mm-hmm. mm. one one that I want to mention speaking mm-hmm. of you know you said Texas Chainsaw Massacre let's get rid of the, the rest of those words just use Saw mm. the original Saw I love it uh, I actually like, you know, the whole John Kramer thing, uh, the killer in Saw. Uh, I based the killer in the toy maker off a lot of the psychology from the killer in Saw. With that whole, like, doesn't think he's a killer. He thinks he's this, like, mastermind mm-hmm. guy. He's actually just an engineer who makes traps and, like, the people are killing themselves in the traps mm-hmm. kind of thing. But it does so much without being gory in that first one. Like the rest of the saw series is all just blood and guts and gore and how bad can they make it right? Like how, how awful can they make it look on screen that you want? You can't look at it, but that first one, it's like, there's a scene where one of the guys is cuffed at the ankle and he has to saw his foot off and you don't see the sawing or the foot. You see like the, the face of him Mm -hmm. and his reaction to having to do that and it was more about the whole like the story and the traps and the the subversion uh of like where the killer was in all of this and Mm -hmm. why these people were stuck in this room rather Mm -hmm. than just blood and guts and gore so it was just like a fantastic movie and i don't think they ever got back to that with any of the other sequels are you planning to watch the new one that just came out saw x i think 
Uh, I've actually never seen past the first one. I've seen lots of clips. I've watched all the kill counts. There's a, there's a YouTube channel called, I think it's, I think it's called dead meat. Yeah. Dead meat. I've watched them. Yeah. I fucking love that channel. And I've seen all of them through that, but I, I haven't actually gone through and watched the rest of them because I'm not big on, like, I don't mind gore Mm -hmm. when it's like bloody gore. But when it's really like peel the skin off, eyeball shit, fingernail shit, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it, I don't like it, but mm-hmm. I can, I can deal with it if it's a good story. And I'm, I've been meaning to go and watch the rest of the Saw series, especially like, I know Spiral was excellent. Mm-hmm. And um, there was another one that was more recent that came out that people have said is really really good well the most recent one i think is saw x i don't think that's out yet though it is the one before that oh the one before that oh i have no idea Saw. i don't know lexi's actually a big fan of it let me funny enough like jujal um so the yeah so spiral and then jigsaw after before spiral yeah i've seen jigsaw Seen yeah. Saw and Jigsaw fully. Mm-hmm. So there's the... Saw, Saw 2, Saw 3, Saw 4, Saw 5, Saw 6, Saw 3D, Jigsaw, mm-hmm. Spiral, and then Saw X is the newest one. Yeah. I I just love the I love the like the whole psychology of the killer and how he doesn't really he like he believes himself to be this good man mm-hmm. and then creates these apprenticeships of like bringing people in to like take over his craft kind of Mm -hmm. thing and kills them when they don't follow his instructions. Like one of the apprentices makes a, an unwinnable trap, right? So even if you beat the game, it's still going to kill you. Mm -hmm. And that's not within his, uh, like his whole manifesto type of situation. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause it has to be like, take these people that have given up on their life, whether it was like one of the, the victims was somebody who uh, overdosed and almost died. Mm-hmm. And he put them in a trap to be like, if you fight your way out, you'll then like have like a epiphany moment and be like, Oh my God, my life is worthwhile. So he's mm-hmm. just playing God. Right. But you've never seen them. Have you? No, I haven't mm-hmm. seen them. I want to watch at least I think the first one, because I'm kind of interested in seeing Saw X, just mm-hmm. from like the trailer and stuff. I, it seems really interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't gotten around to watching any of the other movies. Mm-hmm. I really need to go through and watch the rest of them at some point. Because I just, I've seen Saw and I've seen Jigsaw and I believe Jigsaw was a prequel. Mm-hmm. If I'm getting it right that I've seen Jigsaw. I, it's one there's buckets on people's heads in, in like the trailer and everything and in the main group before they start killing everybody off okay. I've seen that one but I cannot remember if it's Jigsaw but it is a prequel that's why I didn't care to not watch it in order because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so OCD about it like if I wa- if I want to watch a movie and it's in a series, I need to go back and watch the first one first. Mm-hmm. I can't just start in the middle. 
I wouldn't understand it. I would be missing things. Mm-hmm. And it just like the the OCD is hard with that. It's mm-hmm. like it's like no no no, do it right. Do it right. <laughs> do it right or don't do it at all. Exactly. Do it right or don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your next one? Um, I think this is going to be an obvious one since we're kind of on the topic of like we've mentioned final girl, so you like the final girl trope. Mm-hmm. Scream. Yes, it's on mine too. That's like my all-time favorite horror movie. Scream is one of my favorites, and I actually watched the newest Scream the other night. <gasps> you finally saw it? It was so good. Yes, I know. It was so good, and like Listen, mm-hmm. I have a huge thing for Billy Loomis, okay? I can't <laughs> help it. I know. Tell the listeners what you call him. I call him Daddy Loomis. <laughs> and we're also, watching. Also, Skeet Ulrich is an, a, a very attractive man. He is a very attractive man. Honestly. And I say that as a demisexual. <laughs> yes, he's a very attractive man. Like, whew, goddamn. I really like it's like his little cameos and stuff in the newer of the screen mm-hmm. movies. I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah. Um, and especially, this is going to be a spoiler for those who haven't seen it, so yeah, you can skip ahead if you want. Especially the scene. You've seen the newest Scream, right? Before I... Yes, a few months ago, though. Okay. But the scene where they have, like, the shrine of all the different, like, yes. cloaks. Me and I watched it with some of my friends, and me and Lauren looked at each other. I was like, man, I would take daddy loomis's and just be like (laughs) (laughs) and it's funny how the last um i think it's just the last two movies that have come out have made him an actual daddy they i know they've made him an actual daddy yeah he has a child he's my daddy and he's an actual man (laughs) but yeah scream he's both a daddy and a father Yes, exactly. And we're actually watching um, Scream on Saturday as well as part of, like, mm-hmm. the movies. Because, like I said, I picked the movies. Yeah. Um, and I literally said to my friend, I'm like, I'm going to apologize in advance for how <laughs> un- unhinged I'm going to be in that chat. <laughs> uh, I I rewatched the first Scream uh, maybe a month ago, a bit less than a month ago. Mm-hmm. And I've been meaning to go watch them all the way through again. And I just ended up in a trial of this, you know, I, I'm a lawyer by day. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't in my own trial. I was paid to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I haven't had a chance to go on like a horror movie binge, but I've been meaning to go watch, like rewatch all the screams and I've never seen any of the Halloweens. Mm-hmm. And I really want to. And it, I just found the first Halloween on Amazon Prime for free because I'm also cheap. So I really I, like that's my next watch. And mm-hmm. I usually would take like all of October to be like, this is spooky month. I'm watching all the horror movies, mm-hmm. all the spooky stuff. Only that. But it's it's been a slow start. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of the Halloween movies. They're really good. I've watched, like, the newer ones, too. Like, I watched Halloween, the remake, Mm -hmm. then Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills was really good. And then Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends was really good as well. Yeah. Um, 
and you know because also another final girl trope we're going to throw halloween on there because we yeah. love mikey myers yes he's such a good such a such a good killer <laughs> he is but he is though that's the thing like he is a good killer just the way he does things and like the creepiness factor behind him where mm-hmm. he just like he doesn't have the thing about michael i'm using his government name is <laughs> He doesn't have to do a lot to be creepy. Like, mm-hmm. I know you've never played, you've like played Dead by Daylight, but you haven't played against a Mikey. I've played tutorials. Yeah. And gotten and, stuck in walls. Yeah. But the tutorial you play against Trapper, I think, or something. Yeah, something like that. Like, but anyways, like we, speaking of that off tangent, we really need to play together. I really need to figure out how to play. Yes. But anyways, so like, for example... If you're playing, you play against, you can play against Mikey. They call him the shape because obviously trademark purposes. Yes. And like, if you get a good Mikey that knows how to use the stalking and there's add-ons you can do to make them like silent and like, there have been times where I have full on screamed because they have scared <laughs> the shit out of me. And yeah. it's to the point where like, I had three of those games in a row one night when I got... Mikey after Mikey after Mikey, and they were all good, creepy, scary ones that I literally had to put my switch down, sit (laughs) for a moment, let my heart rate calm because I was like, I need a moment because that was just too many jump scares in a row. (laughs) I also, the Halloween franchise, the the music in it Mm -hmm. is iconic. Oh, yeah. Right? such a good score and then mm-hmm. you hear that music and you automatically know what it is oh, like yeah. a couple I, of notes and you know yeah i have that on my i have a spooky music playlist and i have the halloween theme song on that playlist mm-hmm. and when i was driving to lauren's friday that came on with the play, playlist and i was driving like just like vibing and the whole like he's basically unkillable and somehow like inhuman mm-hmm. in some way like he's not just your typical slasher villain of like some guy killing people right mm-hmm. him like even like like him jason Voorhees, they just like and i love michael myers way more than jason um yeah. but like they have just that extra oomph mm-hmm. factor to them and you don't even see their faces exactly right that's the thing like, and also the, the fact that that mask is just like a bleached out william shatner mask is mm-hmm. hilarious oh yeah that's 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 fucking hilarious it like, makes it, it even better okay mm-hmm. what's your next one you got mm. speaking of next mm-hmm. your next is my next one i haven't seen that one that one oh if you love final girls if you want, let me pitch it this way. If you want Home Alone for adults mm-hmm. in a horror movie, your next is for you. <laughs> yeah. So it's like this, um, the final girl, like the main character really mm-hmm. is a girl named Erin, who's like this 20s or 30s something woman who goes with her boyfriend to his mm-hmm. family's cabin in the woods, but it's more like a big mansion-y cottage type of situation. 
Mm-hmm. And he he's there along with all of his siblings, who are all adults, with their partners, mm-hmm. celebrating the parents' like 50th wedding anniversary or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's a big milestone moment. And then it turns into a home invasion situation. Okay. Where these people wearing animal masks start trying to kill them with like crossbows and blades and just like attacking the house. And spoiler alert, Aaron grew up in like a doomsday prepper cult in Australia. So she's she's like full on home alone for adults. Like she's like, I got this. Stay away from the windows. Hold the chairs up. Use that to block them while they're trying to shoot you. Mm -hmm. And like let here let's go down to the basement get these boards and nails we're gonna build traps everywhere and like sets up everything and oh we're gonna homemade like uh weapons out of everything so Mm -hmm. it's like yeah you get that final girl trope but you get someone who's absolutely been preparing for this for their for her whole fucking life Mm -hmm. and then there's the whole there's like a whole twist at the end and a mystery of like who's doing this Mm mm-hmm and it's a conspiracy. Ooh. It's got a really good twist. And I'm not going to spoil it for you because I want you to watch it. Okay. I will have Such to a good movie. Aaron is one of the all-time best final girls. In okay. like, not in like a big franchise like, like mm-hmm. Sydney Prescott, next level. But like, Aaron, solid. Mm-hmm. I will definitely have to look. Um, I'm going to throw one out there, not to put on the list, but just as an honorable mention. Because mm-hmm. I really liked it. Um, freaky. <gasps> I love it. It's not on my list either. I didn't even think of it, but I love it. I love Freaky. It's on mm-hmm. Netflix as well. Only Canadian Netflix, though, because we tried to watch it um, last weekend. Apparently, it's not on American Netflix. Um, but anyways, Freaky. So, like, it's like a comedy horror. Mm-hmm. And it's got everything that you could want in a comedy horror. Mm-hmm. got body swapping. It's got mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn doing a high school cheer. <laughs> it's got Vince Vaughn. Enough said. And he's yeah. trying to, he's trying to, him playing like a high school teen. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, that actress, just, Catherine Newton. Yes. I believe is her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know her from Supernatural originally. But she does such a phenomenal job, too. Oh, my gosh. When they do the body swap thing, she's like, oh, so Mm -hmm. good. So good. It's such a good movie. And, like, you know, it has the traditional, yes, people die and stuff. But it's, like, the comedy aspect behind it Mm -hmm. is so funny. Because, like, the premise is Vince Vaughn is, he plays a serial killer. He steals a knife from these rich people which is like a spooky knife. It's a cursed knife. Mm-hmm. Um, he stabs Catherine's character and they swap bodies. Yes. It's and very Freaky Friday meets Friday the 13th. Exactly what mm-hmm. it is. Yes, it's really good. I it's la- I don't want it to go on the list, but I had to make an honorable mention for it because yes. I really like the movie. I didn't even think of that one. And that is one that I, I do love. I've watched it I think I've watched it twice, mm-hmm. probably only twice so far, but that it's one that I really, really love. I also, think I how are we theaters. conducting this list? Like, cause I'm thinking like some of the movies that I've got, I'm like, 
they don't have as much rewatchability for me. Mm-hmm. Like they're really good, but it's like I saw it once. I don't want to see it again. Okay. What are our standards? We'll decide the standards after. Let's just get, mm-hmm. and we'll figure out our criteria for the list. Let's just. Yeah. Let's... This is why you're in charge of organization. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I've got one that's an honorable mention, uh, or possibly on the list. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Revenge. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of rewatchability, though, for me. Okay. So the premise is this, you know, like, early 20s girl goes with her boyfriend who's married mm-hmm. to his, like, fancy house out in the desert. He's super rich. She wants to be an actress. Mm-hmm. And, like, these two guys that Buddy is, like, he's, he's like a businessman of some undescript job. Mm -hmm. Uh, but he has these dealings with these two guys who are shady Mm -hmm. and like the two guys and like end up at the house with them and they're all like partying, drinking, having a good time. And when the boyfriend leaves in the day, a trigger warning, there's a sexual assault Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of the girl. Mm -hmm. And why it doesn't have any rewatchability for me is because it's visible Mm. it's not like if you're familiar with the the films i spit on your grave Mm -hmm. i've never watched them and i will never because it based to me that sexualizes this right Mm -hmm. uh and glorifies it rather than just glossing over it and being like this isn't something we want people to come out and enjoy as entertainment Mm -hmm. but what really makes the movie for me is that they try to murder her afterward. Like, they tried to pay her mm-hmm. off first. Mm-hmm. Then that doesn't work. So they try to murder her. Mm-hmm. And she ends up falling off a cliff, getting speared through the stomach with this tree, and mm-hmm. fights for her life, and m- ends up, like, killing everyone in revenge. Right? And being the one that survives and just, like, total kick-ass... Uh, final girl movie moment mm-hmm. and there's not even a lot of dialogue after like once they try to start killing her mm-hmm. but and it's like really it's a critically acclaimed film and everything too which usually I don't agree with most of the time because I'm like mm-hmm. that doesn't have any watchability to me but yeah. it is such a good movie but because of it and it's w- woman directed as well mm-hmm. Um, but it's just because of that scene and it's not even that bad like it's probably not even as bad as the Game of Thrones one mm-hmm. but because of that it just taints it for me mm-hmm. and I can't rewatch it if I did I'd have to skip over it and I yeah. skipped through it quickly mm-hmm. in that because that's what I do when I have a movie like that that's fair mm-hmm um, a total unprepared badass, like unprepared, like girly girl to absolute badass. There's like a mm-hmm. scene, like a chase scene of her hunting down her boyfriend with a shotgun, and they are both slipping and sliding in so much blood, running around this like hallway of like a circular thing, 
um, in the house mm-hmm. at one point, and it's just like it's chaos mm-hmm. and bloody as all hell. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna put out because this was one of the movies that like really freaked me out. Mm-hmm. Insidious, the first one. Ooh, I haven't seen it. On so, purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, Insidious was, I really liked Insidious. Like I said, it was one of the few that actually freaked me out. And, mm-hmm. like, I, of course, me being me, I was like, oh, we'll watch this late at night. I did watch it with some <laughs> friends. But I was like, we'll watch it late yeah. at night. And I remember this was when I lived in Res, um, and I watched it with one of the RAs. Mm-hmm. And I remember once the movie finished, um, the RA had to go do some rounds just to, like, make sure. Because it was, like, after mm-hmm. everybody was supposed to be quiet. And they were like, um, I need, I, I have to, I have to go do some rounds. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm going to walk, I'm going to walk with you. Just because, like, my, my room's in that direction, you know. <laughs> my room was not in that direction, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, like, really freaked me out. Yeah. Um, hang on, I don't remember the exact premise, but let me like do a quick Google for it. Is Insidious and... in the Conjuring universe? Yes. Hmm. So basically, um, the that's oh, giving me the franchise. I don't want the franchise. Hang on, let me grab the first one. So basically, um, there's a family that's being haunted by a malevolent entity. Mm-hmm. The new home they got is haunted. And the entity is trying to possess their son who's in a coma. Yeah. And there's also this woman in black that is always seen behind the dad, particularly anytime like someone takes a picture and stuff. And basically, the closer she gets, the more close he is to being possessed. Yeah, I remember that part from the trailer, actually. Mm hmm. So it's just it's one of like, I really like. It was one of the movies that, like, really freaked me out. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, like, I, as we have discussed, I believe in all mm-hmm. that stuff. So, like, the fact that this, you know, people have been possessed before, you know? Like, yeah. the fact that this is something that has happened to people, whether or not you believe in it, but people have been possessed and there have been exorcisms and stuff, like... A little too close to home, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I usually don't go for the, like, the Conjuring and Insidious mm-hmm. type of movies. Because most of the time I live alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I need, like, daylight and a pause mm-hmm. button to get through that stuff. And I also would like to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I am someone who like retains things so like not anything that i choose to that's Mm -hmm. the that's the adhd curse Mm -hmm. but 
when it's like a scary movie moment or like a really creepy photo or like you know, I'm tryptophobic not mm-hmm. fully like I'm not gonna run away screaming but like that stuff just like really disturbs me like like all those little holes together mm-hmm. um, so when I see something like that it sticks like that image mm-hmm. so like I like sleep <laughs> so I usually stick away from those type of movies but I really I, want to see them. We'll just watch them in the daytime. Yeah, that's what I have to do. But, you know, I work during the day. At the daytime on a weekend or a day that you're off. Yeah. Yeah. I forget there's days off. Yeah, there's this thing called days off. It might not seem like it. Never heard of those before. Days off. What is that? I don't understand. I don't have days off because I have to do schoolwork. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> You know, funny enough, none of my movies on my list mm-hmm. are really, like, creep me out, never sleep again movies. Funny enough, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I think the closest I have, and I don't know if you've ever even heard of it, is called The Descent. I've heard of it. I have not watched. Yeah. So, the premise is these this group of women, uh, and I've only seen it once. Mm-hmm. but it stuck with me that much mm-hmm. so th- this group of women um go on a like a spelunking trip to go basically walking through caves uh they're going deep underground and the majority of the movie doesn't have any monsters mm-hmm. and there are monsters in the movie uh, i've never seen the sequel which i believe is more focused on the monsters mm-hmm. uh if you've ever seen Until Dawn, yes, like the any of the gameplay or played the game, those Wendigos, like the the body shapes and the movements of them, are very mm-hmm. much like the monsters that will show up in the Descent. But okay. I'd say like more than two thirds of the movie is just them going through the caves and mm-hmm. like fighting and like having different issues and like actual story driven stuff. Mm-hmm. But the the sheer uncomfortability of seeing all this really like tight spaces and everything Uh it the movie affects you even before you get to the like the monster horror part of Mm -hmm. it right so that's that's why i want to mention it as an honorable mention because it's it is such a great movie also all female cast oh nice right which awesome Mm -hmm. and like fight for survival movies that's my thing Mm-hmm. And you know the monsters are good too once they do show up, mm-hmm. but the fact that they could do so much with just crawling through tight spaces to like actually have a movie affect you that much mm-hmm. is like so great to me. Like, well, well done. Yeah, I think that's worth the watch. I will definitely. I think that's on Netflix as well. Uh. I don't know if it's on Netflix. I know it was on mm-hmm. Amazon Prime because that's where I watched it. But that was like mm-hmm. a, oh, at least over a year ago now. Mm. Okay. You got another? Yes, I'm just trying to think. I'm gonna do it just for like the amount of <laughs> jokes surrounding it for me. Okay. Uh huh. Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> Um, I think I'm just going to do it as an honorable mention. Yeah. Because it is so cheesy. Mm-hmm. And also, 
they need to put a seizure warning on that movie. Like, goddamn. <laughs> There's like literally bright lights in the beginning that I did not expect to see. And all this, you're just sitting there and you're watching the movie and all of a sudden there's a big bright white light. And I'm like, if I had, if I was like epileptic or anything like that, that would have given, that definitely would have given someone a seizure. Mm-hmm. Like they need to do something. And it's just so cheesy. Like it's the traditional <laughs> people yeah. at a camp, horny teens at a camp made the joke that it's because at the beginning of the movie they were singing... I think it was Kumbaya, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Yeah. They were singing one of those like Christian camp songs. So the running joke for the whole movie was, ah, this is a Jesus camp. <laughs> and I have been to a many Jesus camps in my days. And we were like, mm, they're dying because you can't have sex at Jesus camp. <laughs> you got to be six inches apart for Jesus camp, you know? So it's just, yeah. it's... It's a good movie, but it's very cheesy. And of mm-hmm. course, the iconic ch ch ch. Yes. The sound. How you That's recognize it? Absolutely. The first thing I always think of mm-hmm. when someone mentions Friday the 13th, besides like Jason's mask and mm-hmm. that sound, mm-hmm. it's iconic. Yeah. I think I've watched the original and the remake as well. And, like, um. I've seen the remake with Jared Padalecki, mm-hmm. who's from Supernatural, who, you know, I'm obsessed with Supernatural. Yeah. And I believe I saw the first one, the original, but mm-hmm. I may have just seen a whole bunch of clips. Because if you remember, to kind of tie it all back, Scream, one of the questions that Ghostface asked um, Drew Barrymore's character in the beginning mm-hmm. Is who's who the killer? The killer in Friday the Thirteenth, the original mm-hmm. one specifically, and everybody thinks it's Jason. It's not Jason. Spoiler alert! Mm-hmm. It's Jason's mommy. <laughs> it's Mommy Voorhees. It's Mama Voorhees who is the killer, because Jason. We don't see Jason until the end of the original. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. she's the one who goes around and she's like. Get him, mommy. Get him. Yeah. And that whole, like, shot of Jason, like, coming up out of the water and, like, grabbing Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. from the lake, that wasn't planned, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I've I've seen so much of, like, behind the scenes of horror movie stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure that wasn't a planned shot. They just decided to do that kind of later on. And mm-hmm. it was more of a throwaway thing. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of sparked the franchise. Oh, okay. Of like, oh, he's not actually dead. Right? Mm-hmm. So there's also the cool rumor. There's also the room, the uh, conspiracy that people think uh, Stu's not dead as well. Mm. There is. From the screen movies. But he also showed up in a, a clip from, um, I think it's, I'm not sure if it's uh, the second or the third scream. But you can see the back of his head in a shot. Oh, okay. I didn't that's see part the of, one. That's part of why that conspiracy theory exists. But I'm pretty sure it was because he was... I don't know if he was dating one of the cast members at the time mm-hmm. um, in that sequel. 
mm-hmm. if he's just really good friends and he ended up on set one day and they were like, huh, hey, we'll just like throw you in for like funny little thing. Mm-hmm. So but it wasn't I know, like a planned um, thing. I know the actor, um, Matthew, what's his last name? Uh, Bill, Bill or Bill something? Gillard. Gillard. He's said that he think it would be cool if Stu was still alive. He's made comments on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be a cool comeback. I love how they brought back um, Kirby, Hayden mm-hmm. Panettiere's character, because she was yes. such a good character. And the fact that they just killed her off. But if you watch um, the first one she shows up in, the fourth one, mm-hmm. if you watch that um, one with subtitles, mm-hmm. it says like a like you can hear a breath happen mm-hmm. after she supposedly died, but it says it on the the subtitles of like mm-hmm. uh, gasp for breath or something. Right. Mm-hmm. So, or like woman gasp for breath, something like that. So like mm-hmm. it was kind of left up that she could have come back. Mm-hmm. So I was happy to see her back and I, I hope they keep her around in future ones. Yeah. I was really sad that Gail died though. It wasn't Gail. Oh, Gail's not. Gail didn't die. She no. almost died. The, the, oh, Jesus, what's his name? Dewey. Dewey, Dewey died. But like in yeah. the new stream, mm-hmm. I was so worried that Gail was going to die. Yeah. I, I, see, I'm kind of mean. I'm like, why couldn't have Gail died in the fifth one mm-hmm. and not Dewey? Dewey was the best. Mm-hmm. Love Dewey. Dewey's great. It's sad. Also, I hate that they killed off Randy. Oh, yeah. That was... Yeah. Yeah. Also, we need to do, like, a whole episode on just Scream, because we can be sit here and talking about this for hours. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And you have to finish the rest of the Scream movies first. Yeah. So, I have three and four left to watch. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, we need to... We need to move on. So yes. I'm going to go with one. You were talking about a bunch of teenagers at a camp. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're talking about uh, the, like, we mentioned the scream stuff with the whole, like, the humor situation. Mm-hmm. There's a movie called The Final Girls. And Tass- uh, Tessa Formiga is the star of it. Nina Dobrev is in it. Um, okay. The guy that plays Kato in Hunger Games that I never remember his name. That actor is in it. Uh, Adam Devine is in it. It's like such a great cast. And oh yeah, yeah. That's um. It's on Netflix. My God. He's in Vikings as well. The actor who plays Kato. Mm-hmm. It's the same one. Yep, yep, yep. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, right. He's really familiar, but I can never remember his name. Hang on, let me. I gotta look this up now because then it's gonna drive yes. both of Google us. Google it. The hunger. Games. So, Cast. this movie, the whole premise is Tessa Formiga's character. Uh, she's like gonna fail out of Alexander some class. Ludwig. Yes, right. Yeah. Uh, she's gonna fail out of this class, and her mother died a few years before, and her mother was an actress, an actress who was in an 80s slasher. Um, which I can't remember the name of the slasher of this movie. 
but it's basically like a Friday the 13th ripoff type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me look up what this thing is. Ah, no. Don't do this. Okay. Yeah, so it's based... Uh, her mother was in a, a movie called Camp Bloodbath, which was this mm-hmm. 80s horror cult classic. So think Friday the 13th, but mm-hmm. like a rip-off one of it. Mm-hmm. Right? And like the whole story is this like Billy... Uh, the char- The killer's name is Billy something, and he's... He's basically Jason, who was, like, Mm -hmm. bullied and bullied, and then turned killer. But, Mm -hmm. like, the whole mom scenario, not a a thing in this. Mm -hmm. Right? So, uh, Tassa Formiga's character, I have no idea if that's how you say her freaking name. But she, like, she's dealing with the fact that her mom died a few years before. Mm -hmm. um, And every year they play Camp Bloodbath, like, Halloween time. Mm-hmm. at the theaters and there's a whole big a whole big thing about it like a whole big event and everything and mm-hmm. one of the guys in her class convinces her to go as like a special guest celebrity sighting type of thing mm-hmm. about it for her and he'll tutor her or like help her get through this class she's gonna fail mm-hmm. so her and her friends go and there's like a fire in the theater and everybody gets pulled into the movie mm-hmm. through the screen and they're in this, like, they've gone from, like, regular everyday type of thing to pulled into this 80s movie where everything is, like, super bright colors and everything's, like, oversaturated type of looking. Mm-hmm. And the movie keeps playing. So, like, that 90-something minute runtime keeps mm-hmm. playing start to finish over and over. And they have to play out the movie and try to survive it. And okay. Yeah. And it's, like, a horror comedy. All the tropes of the final girl thing are there. You get the whole, like... They, they managed to get away from the killer at one point by cutting to a flashback by mm-hmm. having what basically is her mother, who she's met in the movie and she's trying to keep alive, mm-hmm. um, is like starts the story about Billy and they're able to like have like the, the, the whole visuals of like all the screen droops with like goo and it goes to black and white mm-hmm. to get pull them into the, the flashbacks and the whole thing they're trying to like they know how the movie's gonna go because they've seen it mm-hmm. but the characters don't and then they're like they have that existential crisis of telling them you're just characters in a movie oh no yeah and then they're like you don't have to die like this is but you can't have sex mm-hmm. you can't do this you can't take the drugs you can't do that because you're gonna die right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then they're like setting up traps to to kill the killer and stuff and it, it's a really also a heartwarming movie between the mother mm-hmm. and the daughter mm-hmm. and just all the all the tropes hit of like the final girl coming in and having to save everything and like getting stabbed at one point but like once all the other women are dead mm-hmm. she's a, she gets this like superhuman power mm-hmm. kind of thing like that strength to keep going and it's it's such a good movie. It's like comedy horror, but it's actually more like a feel good thing. <laughs> Funny enough. Mm-hmm. But such an underrated one. I fucking love it. Okay. Okay. And you know, Adam Devine. 
He's good oh, and everything. He's good, yeah. Great cast. Do you want that for the actual list or just honorable mention? Uh, leave it there and we'll see. I'll probably kick it off for something else after. Okay, okay. Um, so, kind of on Dick Train, you're talking about zombies. World War Z. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've seen that one or not. I've actually not seen that one. Okay. So, I really liked World War Z. I think it's one of the better zombie apocalypse movies that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Because it kind of starts out similar to how all outbreaks started out, similar to how COVID <laughs> started which is like a few people getting sick here and there and it escalates really fast and like the zombies in this movie don't move like traditional zombies move like slow lumbering or anything yeah they fast as fuck that's why i don't like it they fast as fuck yeah but that's why i didn't watch it because they fast because zombies are rotting corpses. They're falling the fuck apart. But those are like uh, fucking Usain Bolt zombies. But no. I liked it as a different take on the zombies. I liked the fact that they were like not the traditional like <laughs> zombies. I liked the fact that they like could move at normal speed. You know, because mm-hmm. it added a little, it added a something extra to me. The fact that these zombies could move at normal speed and like they basically, they could catch you. Like if you're, if you're running and you trip, the zombies got you because he's moving at the same speed as you. Mm-hmm. And like, I know, I think Tom Cruise is in it. I know a lot of people don't like Tom Cruise. I'm, I thought it was Brad Pitt. Is it Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise? I think it's Brad Pitt. Are you having a, you can't tell white men apart moment? Because I have, I get that so hard. Honestly, probably. Because they, yeah. But anyways, Brad Pitt's in it. And, like, I know some people probably don't like Brad Pitt or whatever. Like, I'm indifferent about Brad Pitt, honestly. Like, he's eh, Yeah, okay. Um, But he was really good in the movie. And, like, premise of the movie and everything. Like, I really liked it. I think, personally, this is obviously just my opinion. And this opinion is going to be, like, if this makes the list, this will be a definite opinion. I think it, mm-hmm. I personally think it was one of the better zombie apocalypse movies. Mm-hmm. I avoided it because, you know, the speed. Speed zombies. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? The undead walking, I can handle. When they're sprinting, no. I, I'm sorry, that's too far. That's too far removed from reality. <laughs> oh, so zombies in general, not a too far removed from reality? No, no. But when they sprint, yes. When they're okay. not rotting, but sprinting. Okay. When they're fitter than I am, I have a problem. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, that did make me think of one that I didn't write down, but I have to mention. Mm-hmm. I am legend. Mm. You've got Will Smith. You've got a sidekick German Shepherd who was done so wrong. I cannot rewatch the movie. Because of that. Because they mm-hmm. killed the dog. And that is not okay. I don't give a shit. You should have mm-hmm. let the dog kill you. That's how you do this. So but, you know what's going to happen if Melanie ends up in that situation with Eli? Yes. 
he deserves it okay yes <laughs> but like i love german shepherds and also when i was a kid my dad had a dog i had a german shepherd who mm -hmm. was a male named sam and this dog mm -hmm. is a german shepherd who's a female named sam <laughs> mm -hmm. so like my dad's dog had to get put down and then this dog had to get put down because she went like zombie mode Mm -hmm. and Turned you know zombie dog. yeah and like it was heartbreaking mm -hmm. and you know maybe this was one of the first uh horror movies i actually watched i don't know my memory is shit but like they had great monsters mm -hmm. in this movie and then the whole like apocalypse soul survivor for the majority mm -hmm. of the movie and of course, you know, a dog sidekick. Mm -hmm. Iconic. What else could, what, what other, what more could you want? Yeah, except to keep the dog alive. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Okay. And the dog got like bit or scratched or whatever it was that turned the dog, mm -hmm. saving her owner. Okay. She was a hero. She was a good uncle. Mm -hmm. Have you ever even seen that movie? I haven't seen that movie. Okay, you need to watch it. Well, but I don't like, know if I want to watch it. Be prepared I don't want to... for a dog. Okay, that's to... just she's she's too good. That. She's too good for this world. Okay. 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 Um, I'm gonna put this as an honorable mention because I know a lot of people really liked it. I was kind of indifferent. I found it weird, but like. <laughs> It was still, it was okay. I'm going to put it because, like, Florence Pugh, Midsummer. Ah, I had that one to honorable mention, too. Because, like, it was a little too weird for me. <laughs> you know? It was a little too bright, happy time, like, visual for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I appreciate the aesthetic, but, like, mm -hmm. that's not my aesthetic. Mm hmm like flower crowns and bright light like no it's like give me some darkness and wear all black yeah if you're gonna be like if you're gonna be a cult do it right <laughs> wear all black i was talking about myself okay but... oh sorry i mean sure that too <laughs> um like it was okay mm -hmm. i found it a little too weird for me and like um we watched get out last week and like mm -hmm. it was a little too get out was a little too weird for me. Ah, uh, Get Out's one of my honorable mentions. I didn't, I didn't really like it. I just, it was a little too weird for me. I like it. I like the the, the sci-fi aspect mm -hmm. of it, um, along with the horror. Mm -hmm. But to me, I don't have, like, I find it doesn't have rewatchability to me. No. Like, like if, I'm, if I'm going for a movie, I'm not mm -hmm. thinking, you know what? I want to rewatch Get Out. Yeah. Like, I've seen it once. Mm -hmm. And I'll never watch it again. And that's kind of how I feel about um, Midsummer. Is I mm -hmm. watched it once. I'm not going to watch mm -hmm. it again. Yeah. Because it was just like, it was okay. But like, it didn't really do anything for me. Yeah. And like, I'm of glad like, I watched it. But yeah. like, to have seen it. But then I don't want to rewatch it. Yeah. And same with Get Out. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I watched it. It was okay. Like I said, it was kind of like, it was a little too weird for me. Um, mm. And I just, I watched it. I'm not going to rewatch it. Yeah. You know what's the one that is, like, it's not even similar to those two. 
except for the mm-hmm. fact that I've watched it once. I'm glad I watched it, but I don't mm-hmm. want to ever see it again. What? It's called Circle. Okay. And it's a, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those movies that does so much with so little. Mm-hmm. Like the majority of the movie, probably like 90 plus percent of the movie is shot in one room. Okay. And it's like, I don't know how many people are there, but say mm-hmm. like 60 people all standing around in a circle on these little like light up circles on the ground. Mm-hmm. And it turns out they've been abducted by some group or people or what you don't know until the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And if they step off the little lighted circle, they get shocked and they die. Mm-hmm. And they have to like every so often keep voting to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. by majority decision and so it's really interesting to watch because you're watching all these different people of all different ages and races and backgrounds and everything try to argue and make alliances mm-hmm. to come up with how do we decide who lives and it's mm-hmm. only going to come down to one and there's a pregnant lady and a child there mm-hmm. yeah so You've got all these people, like, some are lying and Mm -hmm. saying, like, like, there's people there that are, like, sacrificing themselves. And they're like, you know, I've lived a long life. Mm -hmm. I've raised children. I've seen my grandchildren. I'm okay to go. Right? Mm -hmm. And then there's people that are, like, lying and being like, I'm here with my wife. Like, all of you don't know each other. This is my wife. And, like please Mm -hmm. don't separate us and all this where like Mm -hmm. it's bullshit and they've never met before. They've just tried to use a ploy to stay alive. Mm -hmm. Right. And the whole arguing of like who should live, who should die, you know, how to protect, like they need to protect the kids. So there's like an alliance forms to protect the pregnant lady and the kid Mm -hmm. and try to keep the majority and kill Mm -hmm. off the, the assholes that are like, we should kill off all the, other races and stuff like this, right? That are mm-hmm. arguing really awful shit. So it's a really interesting movie from like a human experience type of thing, but mm-hmm. it's one that I will never watch a second time. Mm-hmm. And like the twist at the end is good. Okay. Which I won't spoil. Okay. Um, I think... This is the same movie as I I don't want to watch it again, but I think mm-hmm. it's because it won't give me the same effect. Yeah. You know, like it's one of those movies that I feel like you watch once, you get it, don't breathe. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, like um, the first time I watched it, it like it was I really like don't breathe I think it was one of like it's one of my favorite ones that I've seen mm-hmm. but I definitely won't rewatch it mm-hmm. just for the sole fact that like I, it's not gonna have the same effect on me yeah you know like the first time watching it stressed I was very <laughs> stressed watching that movie did I also your, did you find yourself holding your breath a lot Yes, I same. Did. I didn't, and the thing is, I didn't even realize I was holding my breath mm-hmm. until I was like, breathe. But like, I I don't want to rewatch it because it's not going to have the same effect on me. Mm-hmm. 
like I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be as stressed as I was I'm not gonna be like unconsciously holding my breath because thinking that he's gonna be able to hear me because mm-hmm. that's the thing I was holling my breath because I was like he's gonna hear me please. yeah you're like that drawn into and then the I movie. realized I was that drawn into the movie because it was really good it was really well done with the way they mm-hmm. did it especially giving like because I didn't know uh spoiler if anybody hasn't seen it but I didn't know I didn't know much about the movie going into it and like to find out that he was blind and I was like oh well this is gonna be easy for them and then he's like calm he's like a veteran and I was like never mind this is not going to be easy for them uh-huh so yeah I I won't rewatch it just because it won't give me the same effect as the first time because I'll be like be able to anticipate things, yeah. you know? I, I found with that one, like, I liked it, but it doesn't have rewatchability for me. Not not so much about what you, your point with it. It's just, like, a movie mm-hmm. that I'm, like, I'm really glad I saw once, because mm-hmm. it was really enjoyable, but it's not one that I go, you know what I want to watch? Don't breathe. I need to see that yeah. again, right? Like, yeah. I could rewatch the Scream movies over and over and have no problem. Um, oh, my God, yeah. Right? Love those. But something like Don't Breathe has not been one that's, like, it doesn't give me that pull to be, like, I need to see it again. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen it once and I've seen everything from it that I need to. Yeah. It's not like, you know, not something that's a horror movie. But, for example, I could rewap rewatch my re-watch. god rewatch any marvel movie and mm. never get sick of them like captain america winter soldier the same time when he reveals <gasps> bucky who the hell is bucky like does not yeah. get old mm-hmm. um you know infinity war i don't feel good mr star does not get old mm-hmm. you know the whole please like end game i can't rewatch end game I've rewatched Endgame. It's it's mostly just of the deaths, oh, right? I cry every time. Yeah, I. I'm a baby. I'm also someone who doesn't finish things, right? Mm. In general, so like mm-hmm. I'll watch, like the show Westworld. I mm-hmm. I think there is a new season that came out, but when it was only three seasons, I watched every episode and I mm-hmm. I binged them, oh like over a while, like it was a few weeks. But, like, every time I sat down and watched something, I was watching Westworld. Got ev- got through all of them except the last episode of that third season. And then I refused to watch it. And have not watched it. And it's been years. I do that with lots of things. I don't know if it's, like, my brain is, like, well, if I don't watch that last episode. Or read that last book. Or watch the last movie in the franchise. Then mm-hmm. it doesn't end, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know what it is. So I I saw Endgame once, and I won't see it again, probably because it ended a whole lot of characters that I liked. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've rewatched it multiple times since it came out, and people will talk about. I mean, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it at this point, I'm not gonna say spoiler, and I'm sure you've seen mm-hmm. it all over the internet. You know, Tony dying, people will be like, ah, oh, yeah, Tony. And I'll be like, it's too soon. And they'll be like, the movie came out this many years ago. And I'm like, it's still too soon. Mm-hmm. And Natasha, 
oh, Natasha's death crushed me. Yeah. More so the fact, because if you watch, um, now we're on a whole other thing, but that's fine. Um, okay. If you watch Hawkeye and you mm-hmm. he had the interaction between Yelena and Clint, mm-hmm. and he's like, she loved you very much. And she's like, I never got to say goodbye. Yeah. Oh! Mm-hmm. Just stick a knife in my heart, why don't you? Yeah. And, like, doesn't he have a moment where he's, like, talking to, uh, a, like, a a plaque? Yeah, he's talking and to And he's talking plaque. to Natasha. Yeah. Like, that moment, too, gets mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Just that friendship between him and her and her sacrificing herself for and that. And even when they're watching, like, the musical and it gets to, like, Natasha's part, you just see him, like... You can mm-hmm. see it in his face that he's he's also still not over. Yeah. And he'll probably never be over. Like, I will never be over it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like, Rachel, this is just a movie. I don't fucking care. It's a movie. <laughs> I'm invested. Yeah. I mean, you invest so many years into mm-hmm. watching it. And so many, like, even if it's not over span over years, like, so many hours, you fall in love with these characters. Mm-hmm. And then they're just gone. Yeah. Right? And you want, like... It probably wouldn't be a good movie if everybody just like had a great time and like was laughing and like mm-hmm. it turned into like a buddy cop sitcom style thing. Yeah. But like you want that happy ending for them. Mm-hmm. Like you're fucking invested in this. Yeah. But yeah, back to the stuff. Back to the, yeah. st- the thing we're doing. Back to the um, thing we're doing. Uh, rewatchability. Mm-hmm. We're, t- we're on that. Yeah. Ready or not. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh my god, you need to see it. So, great final girl. The whole premise is there's gonna be a wedding. Right? That's the one with Margot Robbie, right? She she looks like her. She's actually Samara Weaving. Oh. But she looks like Margot Robbie. (laughs) And I thought she was Margot Robbie. Okay. (laughs) I actually started watching the movie thinking it was Margot Robbie, and then realized no, it's not. And Samara Weaving is excellent. Um, but the movie is like the woman who looks like Margot Robbie, Mm -hmm. and her fiance are getting married at his family's estate, and his family are like uh, really rich motherfuckers who have got. Sorry, I just had to Google. It isn't Margot Robbie. I thought it was. I told you, Samara Weaving. Yeah, I know. Sometimes but I, just, I know shit. Listen, I'm sorry I doubted you, okay? It's uh-huh. just, I, I know how you are. Yeah, also look up, um, my God, what's her name? It's someone from Sex Education. Something, Emma Mackey or something. She also looks like Margot Robbie. Okay. Oh, Emma Mackey. Oh, she does look like Margot Robbie. Right? Oh, there's so many Margot Robbies out there now. There's so many Margot Robbies. Like, stop it. <laughs> Do you want brunette Margot Robbie? Do you want uh, also blonde, but not more Margot Robbie? <laughs> but not Australian Margot Robbie? Yeah. Actually, I think Anyways. Samara Weaving is Australian. Of course she is, just to make it even more confusing. I don't, I'm not sure, but I believe she has an accent. Anyways. Um, yeah. So ready or not. So... <laughs> They're getting married on the family's estate, and the family is this like rich motherfucker family who mm-hmm. uh, have made their uh, made their fortune making like board games, mm-hmm. right? Board games, card games, all that type of stuff. Um, 
the fiance has not been back with his family because he has some type of falling out with them Mm -hmm. and he didn't want to get married and he didn't want to have his family involved at all Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh you find out so like after the wedding and everything and everything seems to be going smoothly they're welcoming her into the family they have Mm -hmm. this tradition that they have this little box and a card pops out of it Uh, for the new person coming into the family to be inducted into the family by playing a game. Mm -hmm. And the game is chosen by the little box. And they keep talking to... um, I can't remember what what this guy's name is. Uh, Hold on. Let me a Google. Mm -hmm. I must find out. Uh, It's Mr. Something, I think. Ah, yeah. A man named LaBale. Mm-hmm. Like L-E space B-A-I-L. Mm-hmm. And they're like all talking about how they owe their fortune to uh, Mr. LaBale. And that he's like the source of it and all this shit. And they have these like weird portraits of him. Mm-hmm. And so they pull, she pulls the card and it's hide and seek. And apparently mm-hmm. that's the only bad card. Like other other members of the family that have been inducted in by marriage have played mm-hmm. old maid and pinochle and stuff like this right mm-hmm. and nothing bad happens mm-hmm. however if you pull hide and seek to um uh basically appease the demon labelle they have to sacrifice the person who pulled hide and seek before sunrise oh yes so then she's they play this like creepy ass hide and seek song they let her go and hide mm-hmm. and then they seek her with weapons and they do it back like in the, you know, early, early years, like LaBelle would have wanted. So they turn mm-hmm. off all the security cameras. They only use old weapons like crossbows and longbows mm-hmm. and swords and shit. They're not using guns and they're going to mm-hmm. hunt her like tradition mm-hmm. and they have to kill her. And it starts off like she thinks she's just playing hide and seek and then a maid gets killed in front of her because they're trying to shoot her. Mm. And she realizes, holy fuck, this is legit Mm -hmm. and has to fight for her life while running through the house in her wedding gown. Mm -hmm. And she's not prepared at all. Like she's one of the final girls that like just has to figure it the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you've got the whole like fiance helps her mm-hmm. to try to escape at one point but of course you've got the turning on her because mm-hmm. you know it's you know when they're trying to murder his wife that's okay yeah. when she murders his like mother in mm-hmm. self-defense not okay now mm-hmm. he's gonna sacrifice her yeah um adam brody's in it yes i saw that when i mm-hmm. googled yeah and so like she's got to fight for her life they're gonna they're gonna sacrifice her and of course you know it's a bloody bloody mess at the end which is great and it ends with like her covered in blood smoking a cigarette on the front porch mm-hmm. which is amazing i to me it has so much watchability like mm-hmm. rewatchability i've seen it four or five times now and i just fucking love it okay okay and you need uh, to see it. Okay, I will have to. I happen. I know I did want to see that one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
got a decent list here, honestly. I do have one more I need to add. I also have one more that I want to add. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, too. I, I thought it was, I thought it was funny and really good. Mm-hmm. Um, do I want to go with that one or do I want to go with? We'll get add a couple more because I've got three I'd like to mention. <laughs> okay. I am going to, this might be like, this people might be like, that's not really a horror movie, but it goes back to like what you said about the descent and like the mm-hmm. atmosphere of around mm-hmm. it. 47 meters down, uncaged. Ah, I think that counts. I think it counts. I, I haven't seen it, but I've heard a lot about it. Mm. And I would count I would count it as a horror movie. Because yeah. to me, so, like, it doesn't have to be like spooky monster stuff. It's no. just got to be something that horrifies you. It's a scary yeah. movie. It has to do with like the atmosphere and the like... The word I want to use. Hang on. No, not that. Pressure? No. The feeling urgency. You. Urgency. Yeah. The urgency it invokes. So basically, um, for those of you who don't know, 47 Meters Down on Cage is about a group of girls who go on a, they go to like Mexico and they go to the cenote, which if you don't know what a cenote is, it's like an underground, um, underwater cave thing. Mm-hmm. And they go swimming and like they have scuba diving gear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they end up losing some of the scuba diving gear with whatever happens. So there's a lot of like small passages that they have to swim through and they're exploring underneath. Part of their way gets blocked. Mm-hmm. There's like something where it gets blocked by rocks. There's also a shark in this movie. Yeah. Um, the shark is blind. So you might think, oh, blind shark, not that scary. Same thing with don't breathe. Because the shark is blind, all of its other senses are heightened. I was just thinking, I was like, this is like the descent meets don't breathe. Yes. <laughs> but like the shark's um, senses are heightened. So on top of them trying to get out before they run out of oxygen and drown, they're mm-hmm. also trying to avoid the shark mm-hmm. while not making a lot of noise. Yeah. And like the urgency behind... Because you see them swimming and, like, they don't know if there's going to be air pockets that they can pop up and, like, catch their breath. So, like, the urgency of you don't know if they're going to run out of breath when they're swimming and the fact that they're being hunted by a blind killer shark mm-hmm. is, like, the the atmosphere it creates is really good. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I have feelings evoked in me just by hearing about it. And I've, I've heard about that movie. But I haven't, like, water movies and shark movies, not my thing, usually. So I stay away from it. But, like, that, yeah, like, that's, that affects me already. And it gives me the same feeling. I mean, so also, don't think I would rewatch. I might rewatch it. I'm still, like, I don't know if it has 100% rewatchability. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but it gives the same feelings the first time that I watched The Shallows. I'm not going to throw The Shallows on the list, but like the I was same, thinking about The Shallows. The same urgency. See, yeah, 20s. But it has the yes. same urgency that The Shallows had because she's stranded. If you haven't seen The Shallows, she's stranded on this coral reef, basically. Yeah. 
with a shark that's circling her. She's injured as well. She's trying to survive so she can, like, make it to shore, make it back to shore and everything without yeah. being attacked by the shark. So yeah, it has and she's, like, burn. dealing with the, dehydrate, the dehydration. Yeah. The dehydration, and, like, the sunburn uh, and everything. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it gives the same urgency in that situation because, like, you can't drink salt water. Mm-hmm. It's not good for you. Yeah, and also she can't really get near the water. Yeah. Or that shark is going to try to chomp off whatever he can reach. Yeah, because she has... Mm-hmm. It Do you remember did, when like... we first watched that? Because we watched it together, and you weren't paying attention. You were texting or something. And it got, like, the first five minutes in, and I was like, well, that was a great movie. I tried to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a great movie. It's over already. Who knew? What a, like, oh, she goes to the beach. She goes home. Wow, what a great movie. Yeah, great movie. She goes surfing by herself. <laughs> it's I'm trying to think. I'm like, did we watch that together? Yes, it was in New Brunswick. You were at my oh, apartment. We did watch it together. I was probably texting. Ugh. Milkman. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Anyways. Yeah. Okay, so I have, well, I don't know if it counts as a horror movie. Mm-hmm. But when I Google it, it does. Okay. I wouldn't count it as a horror movie. The Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Right? It's right on that, like, it's you got the serial killer. It's got some horror elements, but does it really fit with horror? I would say it's more of a psychological. It's more like psychological thriller. But I've got to mention it because Hannibal Lecter Mm -hmm. is an iconic villain. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know the toy maker also is kind of happy. Mm, kind of well. So I just want to mention it, um, but that's not the one I want to put forward. Okay. I just wanted to mention it. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, The Cabin in the Woods. I haven't, but I've, I I know about it. Oh my god, you need to see it. So you've got your traditional bunch of like college students go to a cabin in the woods what could go wrong right but the whole thing is actually a simulation it's not just that it's these like i think it's five people so five college students are in this simulation it's very much like the hunger games dome type of situation where they have these like uh really cool sci-fi walls that they can't escape from and it keeps cutting back to this like office like scenario where these people are monitoring it and uh, trying to control it. And they're the office people are like, they're wearing like white short sleeve button up shirts with like ties and suspenders and shit and pocket clips with like pen mm-hmm. protector shit. And they're taking bets on the situation. But the whole thing is that these five people have to be sacrificed to the gods and in a specific order or the world will end. Mm -hmm. And it's like a worldwide thing. So like there's offices in all different areas and we're watching the American one. Mm -hmm. So they've got these five people in this cabin, in this location, like in this dome thing they've got created and they've got to make them fit the tropes of like the whore, Mm -hmm. the jock, the virgin, the, 
I think the nerd and there's one more but like it's that regular like 80s horror movie tropes that they're fitting so they've got to they've got to work the system to make the make it happen so they really needed the the horror character to be slutty Mm -hmm. right to behave in that traditional like stereotypical way so they like pump gas in Mm -hmm. to make her horny right to to set up the whole thing um and there's like a basement that they all get into and they like they're all betting in the office of what what stuff they're gonna trigger so like if they played the music box the like zombie ballerina would show up if they like they like played with the amulet it would have like had like uh mummies or some shit um there's like a giant squid that could have happened instead they read from like some demonic book type of thing like evil Mm dead-esque and the like undead hillbilly family yeah came to get them and kill them off one by one yeah and so there's people in the office that are pissed and like wanted the giant squid or the shark with legs Mm -hmm. all this weird shit right and the fact that it's like the chaos of it and they've the whole like office building has all these like really sci-fi looking cubes that all these monsters are sitting in waiting to be let out mm-hmm. to go get them and then some of the characters realize that they're in this weird simulation and fight their way out and then it's just complete chaos mm-hmm. but the fact that it's not just your traditional like cabin in the woods thing is what makes it great and also um thor is in it oh okay mm-hmm. yeah Chris what's Hemsworth? his what's it yeah thank you i was like I, it's liam's brother liam hemsworth's brother not liam the other i was gonna one. see if i was gonna see if you were gonna get there there's two there's two hemsworth brothers there's chris there's three there's three chris liam and luke i was I was giving you the benefit the other one of the doesn't doubt. Exist, as far as I know. Yeah, but I was giving you the benefit of the doubt, and that you were mm-hmm. going to make it there. Okay. Yeah. I was. I was. I was confident in you. I believed in you. Yeah. My my brain was like Jack, Jack Hemsworth. I'm like that's wrong, and my brain's like say Jack, just say it, say it. It'll be, it'll be fine. Say it. Say it. It'll be funny. <laughs> just do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> it's right. I swear. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any more? No, I don't have any more. Okay. Two honorable mentions. Okay. The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Because yes. classic. Yeah. Right? But, you know, doesn't have a lot of rewatchability for me because mm-hmm. mostly the, the, the effects, right? Mm-hmm. The effects don't hold up today. Yeah. Also, honorable mention, uh, Hush. It's mm-hmm. a home invasion slasher. And the protagonist is a deaf woman okay. and she kicks fucking ass during that and uses her like ability like her inability to hear to then fuck with the killer right because she has mm-hmm. all these like crazy loud alarms and stuff and mm-hmm. for him that's gonna make his fucking ears bleed yeah but for her she could still manage right mm-hmm. so great like survival uh, and one I actually have to put up for the 
for consideration for the list mm-hmm. is Escape Room. Okay, I haven't seen that one. Or heard oh of my it. god, you're missing out. So people didn't like the second one, though I did. Okay. If you watch the director's cut, the theatrical cut mm-hmm. was stupid and unbre- mm-hmm. like undid all the great storytelling from the first one. Mm-hmm. But the director's cut of the second one, excellent. Um, so the first one, it's about uh, they put six people together in an escape room, but the escape rooms are designed to kill them. Mm. Yeah. And in the movie, they're all like sole survivors mm-hmm. of like accidents or incidents, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's actually like Hunger Games style where it's a game that's being televised to a bunch of rich people Um, betting on it. Yeah. And so these people are fighting for their life and Mm -hmm. the winner gets to live according Mm -hmm. to the rules, Mm -hmm. but they don't know they're, they're in it. Like they were presented with this opportunity to go play this game and thought it was just to win money. And -hmm. it turns out there's no money. It's just, you're here now you're stuck, you're fucked Mm -hmm. and you're going to die. Right. So, uh, great movie. Um, if you know Deborah something, what's her name? Deborah Ann Wall is an actress in it. She was in True Blood, Redhead. Uh, I haven't watched True Blood. Um, there's a couple of actors that like you recognize their face, but you probably won't know their name. Mm-hmm. But they're all like puzzling through, so you're the set design of everything mm-hmm. so cool such a good like visually appealing movie and mm-hmm. i've rewatched it a couple times and the second one as well now okay. but such a great movie the whole like the twist of the they're in a game mm-hmm. to like survive and the main character zoe is like so so friggin smart mm-hmm. she's a genius and she's like, figures out that they're in this like game and that they're not gonna be let live out mm-hmm. of it so like she tries to break out of the game mm-hmm. and she's like puzzling like crazy so the, uh, the whole like puzzles and everything is great mm-hmm. and it's it's got some good scenes in it with like like how don't breathe makes you not breathe mm-hmm. yep <laughs> right that you have that physical effect because you're like watching the walls close in on people or watching gas come in and seeing them fight for stuff and the like bits of the floor falling away while they're trying to solve the puzzle to be able to get through the door to get out. Mm-hmm. So it is, it has you on the edge of your seat, the whole movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's my last one. Okay. Except so- for the other seven. No. Except for the other one. Um, so now we have the task mm-hmm. of coming up with the top 10. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I mean, there's a reason that we have to do this. And it's, yeah. it's you know, not everyone can. This mm-hmm. is a, a very difficult task. It's going to be grueling. This is a burden we have to bear. Yes. And we'll bear it for you, listeners. Oh, we will gladly bear it for you, listeners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we you know. will we will take no arguments mm-hmm. because we have we've been through it. Yeah, 
by the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So how sh- how shall we make this list? So right. How are we gonna do this? You know, we what's get, our gotta... criteria? So. Look at me trying to organize. Oh, I know. Are you I'm, proud? I'm so proud of you. It's baby's first list. <laughs> baby's first list. How are we going to... I think one thing... I don't think rewatchability should be a factor. <gasps> oh, that's like all of mine. Just because like some of the ones that I've suggested, they don't have rewatchability just based on the movie. Yeah. But I think yeah. it should be... I think... One of the criteria should be how it made you feel the first time you watched mm. it. Like lasting impact. The lasting impact. Yeah. I think we should also take into account tropes because we like tropes. Yes. Love a good trope. We love a good trope. Um, trying to think what else we can use for criteria. Um. I think our overall feeling after watching. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got our factors. Mm-hmm. We know what we're doing. Yes. We're throwing out rewatchability over, even though that hurts me. I know. But Scream needs to be on this list. Of course. We just got to figure out where Scream is going. Yeah. I think right to the top, but we'll, we'll discuss it. I mean, I want to put it on the top, but you know. I mean, I'm there too, so I feel like Scream is going to be number one. I think Scream's got to be number one, let's be honest. Yeah, I really don't think there's anything that could overtake it. No. Except, like, maybe the other ones in the Scream franchise could sit up there too. Exactly. Like, Scream as a franchise can sit up there Mm -hmm. and happily take that place. Yeah. All right, what do we want to do next? Okay. I think Halloween has to be on the list. Yes, I agree. I don't know where. But where do we, okay, so I'll put a check mark next to Halloween to figure out where. Mm-hmm. I also want Saw. Okay. I feel like Saw has to be a contender. Yep, I agree with that. Saw Breeze. Um I feel like Don't Breeze should go on the list. Yeah. It it's a it's an effective movie. It is, yeah. Um what else do we want to put on there? Mm, I want at least one final girl that's not Sydney Prescott on this list. Of course. Um, did you want to put Ready or Not? Or do you want to put one of the other ones you put with the final girl? See, if we're if we're if we're not going on rewatchability. Mm-hmm. I mean We've got The Descent, mm-hmm. which, you know, all female cast, mm-hmm. female final girl, obviously, that's in the final girl part. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you've got that. Ready or Not has so much rewatchability to me, but I feel like it's not, like, the iconic movie that I'm like, oh, my God, you need to watch this because it's amazing. Mm-hmm, it's more mm-hmm. like, I love this movie. And I want you to watch it because I love it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, your next fantastic movie. I've only seen it once. It mm-hmm. stuck with me like crazy because of the basically, like, there's a good twist and good mm-hmm. story, 
but you've also got like it's driven by this final girl who's basically the adult version of home alone mm-hmm. the homicidal home alone mm-hmm. so i'm really debating between uh the descent and your next okay but i i feel like the descent the descent is more like an objective call mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and your next is more just because i you know mm-hmm. if i was in a horror movie i would go full home alone yeah Right? Like, I would be putting nails through wood and put it at all the windows. People would jump in and jump on the nails. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't come in here very easily now, can you? Yeah. You're kind of doing it as this is what I would mm-hmm. do if yeah. I was in the home. And she also killed somebody with a blender. Which, I mean, that takes dedication. Mm. How do you kill somebody with a blender? Aaron can. I mean, I don't know if she did the whole kill with it, mm-hmm. but she used it as a weapon. I'm s- okay. And she blended the fuck out of them. Okay. Okay. If there's a will, there's a way when it comes to there's Aaron. A way. Okay. Interesting. This is why you need to watch this movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm literally like, how do you kill somebody with a blender and without yeah. just using it to bludgeon them to death? I mean, I think she did some of that as well. Yeah, but the, that's the only thing I think of if you're going to kill somebody with a blender is you bludgeon them to death and you're like, oh yeah, she blended them. I'm like, how the fuck does she blend yeah, them? But see, you're just not as open-minded as Aaron. No, I'm not. Right? I'm very close-minded when it comes to uh, blundering people. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to blending. Yes. Right? Like, she grew up in a doomsday prepper cult right Mm -hmm. she was preparing for this Mm -hmm. like this is her roman empire oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i've been waiting to use that um a side note before we continue Mm -hmm. what is your roman Uh, johnny depp running as jack sparrow Okay. Just, it plays in my head constantly. Okay. And also probably methods of killing people. But, like, for writing purposes. Mm-hmm. Yes, for writing purposes. For writing purposes. Yes, for writing. For writing purposes. Mm-hmm. Yes. For writing purposes. For writing purposes. Porpoises. Porpoises. We're writing whales. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Please put your next on the list. All right. If it gets pushed out by something else, I'll deal with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just emotionally attached to Aaron. I, I can tell. I want to be here when I grow up. Um. I want to put. 47 meters down on the list mm-hmm. because of the way the impact it had yeah mind you i'm still that person that's like i want to go swimming with sharks yeah so. well rachel you're an idiot i know <laughs> you can't find your yogurt you're an idiot <laughs> listen if that we've learned any, free in my head if we've learned anything 
from me as a person and my dating experience <laughs> is mm-hmm. I'm naked. Oh, when you say it, it's mean. I say mean things about myself all the time. This is why I'm in therapy. <laughs> oh my God, we should do an episode of This Is Why We're In Therapy. <laughs> we totally should do an episode of This Is Why We're In Therapy. <laughs> But yeah, even if even though I haven't seen that movie, mm-hmm. like just the the premise of it has an effect on me. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. Okay, excellent. Um, I just had to do a quick count. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, four more, four more that we can potentially. So we've got Scream at number one, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we want to put at number two? Let's start, or do we want to pick the last four can, and then we rank Let's them. get our full ten, and then we'll, we'll okay. push yeah. things around. But, like, Scream is number one. Four. Like, Okay, yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. So, we got four left we can pick. This is hard. Mm-hmm. I also only have my movies in front of me, so I have no idea. I don't remember what movies you've said. I know. That's why I have a list. Um, I kind of want to put Insidious on the list. Mm-hmm. Because of, like I said, the effect. Yeah. Okay. I also agree, because like, we don't have any like uh, supernatural movies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on there. And like whether it's Insidious or even Conjuring, mm-hmm. those ones are like i want i don't want to say effective like mm-hmm. it is but like i mean they have such a a lasting impact and effect on you yeah they have such an effect that like i am that person who i i will never touch a ouija board same you cannot pay me enough mm-hmm. to touch a ouija board or some people call it a Luigi board. Mm-hmm. Or a Waluigi board. If or, you a get Waluigi an upgrade. Board. or a Waluigi board. Like, <laughs> I, you cannot pay me enough. The amount of things I've experienced, the amount of things I've watched, mm-hmm. cannot pay me enough to touch a Luigi board, a Waluigi board, or a Ouija board. <laughs> no. So, that, I do think that needs to go up there, yeah. Is the Waluigi board just like an upgrade, like, you know, iPhone? One iPhone, two iPhone, three. Yeah, it's just the next version of the yeah. Ouija board. It's just the next gen, right? Yeah, it's the next gen. So you know mm-hmm. how they came out with the iPhone fifteen? It'd be like it's the Walla Ouija board. It's the next gen of a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. What oh, what comes after though? Is it like a saw Walla Ouija board? <laughs> we don't we don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got another one. I I don't know where to go. Do okay. We've st- so these are the ones that are left. We got Tucker and Dale versus Evil, Texas Chainsaw. Um, I'm not gonna mention the honorable mention ones. Mm-hmm. The Descent, The Final Girls, World War Z, I Am Legend, Circle, Ready or Not. Cabin in the Woods and Escape Room. I feel like Circle just because it's it's so 
different than anything mm -hmm. else we've got listed. Okay. And if we're not going on what like rewatchability, because mm -hmm. it doesn't, but mm -hmm. like the sheer horror of just a group of people standing around a circle deciding on how they're going to kill each other yeah. right like why somebody deserves to die and mm -hmm. why somebody else deserves to live yeah i agree and if you don't mind me spoiling it i will go for it uh okay spoiler alert for people that do want to watch the movie skip like 60 seconds or so here <laughs> um so this guy that pretends to be the good guy the whole thing that's kind of championing saving the pregnant woman and the child and that they should be able to decide at the end to come down to those as final two who, mm -hmm. who lives he actually orchestrated the whole thing of uh how this would play out so that he could kill off the two of them and be the sole survivor yeah but it turns out the pregnant lady counts as two Mm. and there has to be a majority vote so it comes down to him and the fetus and fetus can't vote uh. yep and if you can't vote they kill random interesting yeah but it's very interesting movie mm -hmm. the whole dynamics of it because you've got like a marine who's like willing to die and then people are kind of convincing him to stay alive long enough to make sure they have the majority mm -hmm. to protect the woman the pregnant woman and the kid mm -hmm. and stuff like this and you've got like you see a whole bunch of people acting really selflessly a whole bunch of people acting selfishly mm -hmm. <laughs> and a whole bunch of like why you should decide to kill someone or not like mm -hmm. because they're old because they're young because they're a different race than you because they're different political beliefs than you mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of horror without any gore. Yeah. And in one room the whole time. Okay. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Two more. No. Okay. Yes, two more. That's how math works. <laughs> I swear I'm smart. <laughs> You're doing a master's. You have to be. Listen. The amount of thing, times I said that at work between the Friday and the Tuesday with that holiday, debatable. <laughs> they were like, we wouldn't have hired you if you weren't. I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, I'm a pretty good at faking it here. <laughs> I swear I'm smart and I swear I understand payroll. <laughs> Every time I say I'm stupid, um, Brandon, my boyfriend, is like, you're doing a master's degree. I'm like, that doesn't mean shit. I want to take off Tucker and Dale. Okay. Like, not put them in. Okay. We'll get rid of them. Mm-hmm. One, you know, I forgot to mention Blair Witch Project. But you don't like it. No, I don't like it. I just love that it's, like, it started that um, found footage genre. Mm. And the whole background of not telling anybody it wasn't real. And yeah, marketing it like that. Like, that's mm -hmm. horrific right there the whole marketing plan is horrific do we want do you want to add it to the list to replace tucker and dale we don't have to i just want okay. to mention it okay yeah i do like how it started the found footage i just didn't like it mm. 
And I mean, we mentioned The Exorcist, mm-hmm. which, you know, iconic. Yeah. But we haven't listed. Oh, we haven't put Texas Chainsaw on there. Well, like, it doesn't have to go on. That's the thing. Well, we have two spots that have to yeah. have something. Okay. Otherwise, we're so making this do, top eight. Do you want to do Texas Chainsaw on The Exorcist? Texas Chainsaw, yes. Mm-hmm. Do we have any, like, sci-fi horror on there? I am legend. Kind of. Yeah, but nothing that's made the ten yet, right? No. Because I feel like we should put a sci-fi horror. So we've either got... I don't don't think Zombieland is sci-fi horror, is it? No. No. We've either got World War Z or I am legend for the sci-fi. Or I guess Get Out. Yeah, or Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. I feel like I would lean more toward, like, I Am Legend or World War Z. Okay. Because I Am Legend's, like, got the whole... Well, they're both apocalypse, right? And Mm -hmm. then, you know, how did those uh, zombie creatures or whatever fucking creatures are in I Am Legend, they don't even name them, Mm -hmm. uh, are in there. Like, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. And in I Am Legend, he's actually a scientist, and he's trying to solve it. So that's mm-hmm. why he keeps, like, kidnapping the monsters and bringing them to his basement oh and experimenting on them. Jesus. He's trying to cure them, mm-hmm. right? So I, I feel like we need one of those okay. to fill out the list. Yeah, I think we do. Mm-hmm. But I've seen I Am Legend, and you've seen World War Z, and neither yeah. of us have seen both. Yeah. So pitch me World War Z as like apocalypse science, like science fiction type of horror, like why that should be our best one. Okay. So they, one of the things is like, they're trying to find a cure, obviously. Mm -hmm. And you would think just a traditional zombie virus cure to cure whatever like to cure the disease that caused people to turn into zombies mm-hmm. I, if I remember I think they do try that but the uh, Brad Pitt he's one of the main characters he's like the main guy mm-hmm. um, and there's a whole scene where he rescues an Israeli soldier but they have to cut off her arm because her arm gets bitten mm-hmm. he actually notices because he's like They travel all over the world in it, which is why I really like it. Like, it's not just focused in the U.S. Like I said, they Mm -hmm. he ends up in, like, Israel and all those places. And it's, like, a kind of a worldwide travel thing trying to figure this out. One thing he notices when they're in somewhere in the Middle East is there's, like, homeless people on the side of the road. And they're sick with just, like, the common cold, like the flu. Okay. And the zombies don't pay attention to them. Ah, so instead of spoiled like, meat that's the thing so instead of like a traditional find the cure to cure the virus they're like if we just inject people with the flu virus that's gonna protect them from the zombies hmm. so they like test it out on like brad pitt and the israeli soldier they offer themselves up as guinea pigs okay so they end up traveling, I think, somewhere in London. 
or like the UK, they end up mm-hmm. there and they offer themselves up as guinea pigs to the scientists that have been researching because he tells them like, hey, I noticed this when we were here. Mm-hmm. So they get injected with it and there's like a whole bunch of zombies outside and stuff because they're going to where like the healthy people are. Yeah. And they literally walk through the crowd. Nice. And but it is the most nerve-wracking. It, this comes back to like the ambiance. That mm-hmm. scene where they're walking through the crowd is the most nerve-wracking thing ever because they don't know if it's going to work. They're just going based off an observation, which is I know how most things get tested. You have a hypothesis yeah. and you have to test it. But it's yeah. the most nerve-wracking thing because I think at one point a zombie does turn and look at Brad Pitt's character and you're mm. like, oh, shit. But then okay, it you're, just, you're selling me on this now. But then it just keeps walking. Yeah. Like, it's like that whole scene where they're both walking through, like, the hallway of zombies and stuff so nerve-wracking yeah and i haven't seen that one Mm -hmm. but i've watched walking dead Mm -hmm. and there was a scene in the first season and it comes up like as a a method they use again of like blending in and not being seen by the zombies Mm -hmm. is they they gut walkers and cover themselves in the blood and the guts Mm -hmm. and because they smell like them and then they move they move slow like them and they don't make a sound they're able to move through and it's nerve-wracking mm-hmm. and actually in the walking dead they're in the middle of doing that and it starts pouring rain <gasps> oh no yeah so they're in the middle of this in like atlanta mm-hmm. and trying to walk through to be able to go and rescue people out of their of their mm-hmm. group and like they're stump they're shuffling along pretending to be zombies and then it starts raining and it rains hard and they oh, no. all the blood is washing off them and then the zombies can start smelling them again mm-hmm. and they're like in the middle of it so like that you telling me about that scene is like reminding me of that so yeah i'm down for world war z okay put mr z on the list we'll put mr z on the list yeah a table for uh mr z a table for mr z Mm-hmm. okay so i think we've got a good like spread mm-hmm. come on down we've got a good spread here we got a good spread it's a delicious <laughs> spread nice buffet we got a little bit of everything mm-hmm. maybe a little heavy on slashers mm-hmm. but you know we have a type yes we do <laughs> and it's danny Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> and so obviously scream is at the top mm-hmm. yes, i think we, we did the betrayals we had the same thing we're like yeah. <laughs> yep end of the lines at the top everything else is secondary <laughs> yes legit we had the same thought process mm-hmm. where it was like till the end of the line and then everything else is just like eh. <laughs> yeah okay because scream to me is like the perfect horror movie right you've mm-hmm. got the tropes You've got Mm -hmm. the tropes being, like, played back on itself. Mm -hmm. You've got the mystery of the whodunit. Mm -hmm. You've got got some comedy. You've got meta and the Mm self-awareness of it. Um, The subversions and your traditional slasher with, like, a cool killer of Mm -hmm. 
right? Like a scary killer. And then just all the twists and tricks and all that. Mm -hmm. Just chef's kiss. Iconic. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Just a masterpiece. Yeah. And then we've got everything else. <laughs> yeah. And then we've got everything else, which, you know, yeah. a good sampling. Mm -hmm. But can they meet the standard of Scream? No. No. But I mean, it's not fair to compare, you know, everything else to Scream. Yeah, we shouldn't compare everything to Scream. Yeah. Scream should be on its own list. Yes, Scream is in a tier of its own. If we were doing a yeah. tier list like they do on Distractable, Scream would be in Scream tier. S for Scream tier. S for Scream tier. Yeah. Okay. okay. Are you feeling any of these are, are a 10? Like, need to be at the bottom? Um, I think we can... So we can put Texas Chainsaw at number 10. Okay. Just because, like, as much as I love it and mm -hmm. recommend that people watch it, I recommend that not everybody is going to like it. Mm -hmm. But it's still one that I'm going to recommend people watch because it is, like, a classic one. And, of course, mm -hmm. who doesn't love a good Bubba? Let's be honest. <laughs> Yeah, like you've got some great tropes in there. Mm -hmm. You've got the gore. Got you've got creepy, it's a slasher. Town, you know, like yeah. You don't. The thing I like about the 2003 one versus like the newer one, you don't mm -hmm. see a lot of the gore, similar to how you said in Saw. Like you don't really see a lot of the chainsaw and mm -hmm. cutting into people and stuff. Yeah, which is kind of nice if you're somebody who's not like into super gory stuff but you want to watch it it's a good movie because you don't see a lot of mm -hmm. like them you don't see a lot of him cutting into people you see people's just reaction to getting cut yeah. into yeah I, I do like movies that do a whole lot with not much mm -hmm. right I feel like circle needs to be low okay do you want to put because circle it... at nine I might even switch and do circle okay. at 10 and put okay. Texas at nine. Okay. Cause can do that. circle to me is more, it's horrifying as a concept mm -hmm. and it sticks with you in the sense of like watching all these people argue for mm -hmm. all this and how mm -hmm. like fucked up humanity is mm -hmm. anyway, but it doesn't stick with you in like the way you describe the 47 meters down one mm -hmm. of like you're on the edge of your seat yeah you can't breathe that kind of thing mm -hmm. okay i'm okay with that mm -hmm. so we'll put circle at 10 we'll put texas at nine um i feel like halloween should go in the top five but i don't yes. know where in it i don't know where either i haven't I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not sure it's a tbd yes um i'm good with putting I, we can put world war z at eight i'm good with that yeah just because, like, it gives you that factor, but it's still not, like, it's definitely mm -hmm. not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. I think Saw's got to go top five. I do think Saw has to go top five, yep. Mm -hmm. Just the iconic, mm -hmm. right? Like, even if you haven't seen it, mm -hmm. it's something, like, everybody knows about it. Yeah. And John Kramer, to me is like on the same level as like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Yeah, John Kramer, aka Jigsaw, is on the same level of like iconic fictional killer to me mm -hmm. as like Hannibal Lecter. Mm -hmm. It's like 
I feel like less people know his name than the term Hannibal Lecter, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because he's not referred to by his name as much in the Mm -hmm. movies. Mm -hmm. But he's like an engineer that builds traps, Mm -hmm. right? That are like really uh, involved, extravagant type of traps that are just like death games. Mm -hmm. And he's got all these like the psychology of him and how he doesn't believe he's the killer and he's like saving people Mm -hmm. type of thing it's like to me that he's on like a he's like s tier of Mm -hmm. uh horror movie killers s tier for saw yeah s for saw (laughs) i feel like we're doing um like a sesame street i honestly feel like that as well (laughs) (laughs) so i feel like Saw and Halloween definitely need to be in top five. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to put Don't Breathe in top five as well. Yeah. I feel like Don't Breathe or 47 Meters Down. One of those mm-hmm. needs to go up in top five. Because it, it's one of those that, like, it will cause an effect. Mm-hmm. But I do, I feel like Don't Breathe is a better one. Yeah. Because I also like the fact that you have a disabled person. Yes. who is actually the most badass of the film mm-hmm. and the villain. Yeah, he's right? basically the villain of the film, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could argue that... Like, everybody's the villain of that everybody, film. Everybody sucks. And, like, I mean, if he wasn't keeping a woman in his basement, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call him a villain. But he's keeping a woman in his basement, and he made her get pregnant mm-hmm. with his toaster strudel. <laughs> So, you know, like, that's a little sadistic to don't, replace. Don't call it a toaster strudel. No. The toaster strudel I say, yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. Ew. No. <laughs> no. The movie just got worse. And now you're dying. <clears throat> All right, we're good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Breathe. You know, don't take the movie's title mm. to heart or anything. So or to your I'm, lungs specifically. That's what I'm thinking. Because we want like don't breathe in top five and forty seven meters down. Like because they're close. Mm-hmm. What if we put forty seven meters down at number six? Yeah. Okay. And then what one haven't we talked about? Insidious. We haven't mentioned your next. Your oh yeah, your next, and we haven't mentioned insidious either. Okay. So I feel like we've got Halloween and we've got Scream up in the top five. Mm-hmm. So we've got we've got Final Girls. Mm-hmm. We've got Final Girls. We got Slashers, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like there. I think there's one more top five slot, if my count is right. Um, okay. Well, that depends. Where are we putting Saw and? don't breathe in the top five and where are we putting well, so if we said we have saw scream don't breathe uh halloween. halloween that's four yeah i think those are the top four i don't know the order yeah then i think i think insidious should go up in the top five then okay because we don't have a spooky one no we don't Okay. And I think I think your next should be like middle of the pack. Okay. 
type of situation. Okay. So we got seven open. Yeah. So I put your max at seven. Mm -hmm. And I put um, Insidious at number five. Yeah. Okay. So now we just got to place Halloween, Saw, and Don't Mm -hmm. Breathe. And I feel like that might be the order right there. Halloween, Saw, Don't Breathe? Yeah. So Halloween number two, Saw, and then Don't Breathe number Mm -hmm. four? Yeah. I'm debating whether to switch Halloween and Saw, though. Because feel, mm. just because Halloween and Scream are same genre. Yeah. You know what? I'm okay. Let's put Saw at number two. And then Halloween at three. And then Don't Breathe at number four. Mm-hmm. But then that also feels bad. Because I'm like, how could we do that to Michael Myers? But at the same time, this is going to be a hot take as much as I love the Halloween things. Mm. I love the Halloween movies kind of the same thing over and over mm-hmm. you know but and i feel like saw has some variety to it yeah i was thinking about it as more like staying power because mm. think about like halloween um was the first movie in the 70s or was 80s i think 70s or 80s, 80s. i thought it was 70s but then i feel like that's too old let me do uh, a quick juju halloween Oh, it's October 31st, 2023. That's when it came out. Did you know? No, I didn't know that. Well, who knew? 1978. Okay. The fact that Michael Myers has been around mm-hmm. since 1978. Mm-hmm. And he's still a fucking icon. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't even worn another outfit. Right? Like, how many red carpet celebrities can you say that about? That's very true. He's been rocking the same look since 78. And it's still in style. <laughs> yeah. So. And he gets somebody else. I know you haven't seen Halloween ends, but he gets somebody else to wear his look. See, that's an icon. <laughs> yeah. If I've ever heard of that one. So maybe we put Halloween at number two. Yeah. And thought. Whereas like John Kramer, he just dies. He old. Yeah. Michael Myers doesn't. So, like, as much mm-hmm. as I, I do agree with you with the whole, like, variety. Mm-hmm. And Scream does that, right? Scream yeah. is all about variety. Mm-hmm. The whole franchise. Mm-hmm. The, the Just the staying power of Michael Myers. Just the fact that, like, everybody knows, like, in the universe of Haddonfield. Mm-hmm. Okay, and here's the other thing. In the universe of Scream, the movies Halloween exist because they reference them and they reference James. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the fact that it is a, it's a horror movie within a horror movie. Mm. You know? Yeah. Says something about it. And the music. And also Yeah. That music being so recognizable, so iconic. Mm-hmm. Saw doesn't have that. No. To me, it, it just doesn't have, like, it has a big following. Mm-hmm. It's a franchise. They've had lots of films. But, like, Ghostface and Michael Myers have staying power. Mm-hmm. Right? And to think Michael Myers, like, that man doesn't own a fucking hairbrush. 
mm-hmm. and he's still an icon. Yeah. Like, you've seen his shitty hair. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's attached to a mask. Mm-hmm. A mask of William Shatner's face. Like, literally James T. Kirk's face. Yeah. Bleached. And somehow, that motherfucker is getting all the girls. <laughs> he getting all the bitches. <laughs> How horny people are. For mm-hmm. a man in a jumpsuit. Listen. <laughs> it does something to it's us, okay? <laughs> and I don't think he's washed that since 78. It does something to us. <laughs> it's the power. It's the power behind it. <laughs> like, the fact that mechanics are hot is probably just due to Michael Myers. Exactly. They're all like, that's Michael Myers, except he's not going to stab me. He's just going to fix mm-hmm. my car. I bet you he also probably knows how to fix cars, too. Yeah, but he doesn't do it. No. He's like, I could, but, but I, I won't. won't. I'd rather stare at you through your window. I'd rather, and go... <sighs> <laughs> His iconic line. His iconic line he says in every film. <sighs> also the fact that he doesn't talk. He's the, you know, that, that silent, mysterious type. He's the mysterious, tall, and dark, and handsome i feel like this just turned into a how sexually attracted we are to a movie <laughs> list I think, I think it did and we that's when we know we need to cut it off because i could go i could go on about daddy lopez <laughs> and uncle mikey and daddy mikey <sighs> we need to end this before this goes real nsfw yeah, before you start writing fan fiction live on the air. Listen. Don't do the Michael line. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rachel, yes. what's your favorite scary movie? My favorite scary movie is where you can find this podcast. <laughs> but first, we're going to recap the list as we did with our last one and try not to do Michael's iconic line during it. Mm-hmm. So, at number 10, we've got circle number nine we've got texas chainsaw massacre or bubba you know that's the noise i wasn't ready (laughs) i didn't know you were gonna impersonate the movies i'm sorry then we've got world war z at number eight you're next at number seven 47 meters down uncaged at number six we've got insidious at number five don't breathe at number four Saw at number three. Number two is Halloween. And the number one horror movie of all time is... What's What's your your favorite favorite scary scary movie? movie? Scream. Scream. The best of the best. The best of the best. With some of the best lines. My parents are going to be so mad at me. (laughs) Again, this list is final. We will not take suggestions. We will not take complaints. We will, however, take your thoughts on some of these movies. And if you have other horror movies that you like and maybe you want us to watch, you can let us know. And you can let us know by finding us on Instagram. We're Inconsistent Podcast One. Or message us on Facebook. We're Inconsistently Consistent. If you have a list, a Word document, an Excel sheet, a PowerPoint that you want to send us, 
If you've inscribed this into a tablet made exactly. of stone, if you I came down from Mount Sinai with <laughs> tablets from God with these horror movies, and you want to send it to us, you can email us or <laughs> podcast one at gmail.com. If you want to send things specifically to me, more so if you want to send me like ghost face photographs or I knew it was coming. Or microfish you can send them to me on Instagram or TikTok. They're the same as underscore Rachel V R underscore. My for you page has a lot of maths, man. Crap. So send me some more. Hey, 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 Melanie, where can they find you? MelanieFlynnBooks.com. It's easy. You can get my book there. You can find all my links there to all my socials, which are all in different names and stuff. You know, my name, but like different handles. So it's easier to just go to MelanieFlynnBooks.com. And you know what you won't find? Uh, thirst traps for fictional killers or real ones. Or real. Not the, Yes, not yet, Rachel. Not yet. Yes. Daddy Loomis, forgive us. <laughs> forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I, Charles Darwin, forgive us. Forgive me, Charles Darwin, for I have sinned. I have lusted over a masked man. And I want him to choke me. Anyways, bye! <laughs> bye! <laughs>